moment. moment. Of clarity. Of clarity. Of clarity. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, my peoples? It's your man, Stefan G. And you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Moment of Clarity. And y'all have no idea how excited I am about this show right now. This week's show, we're doing a little different this week. Um, We are going half crew today. It is myself and Tina. Say hello, Tina. Can't hear. Oh, there you go. It was off. Now you can say hello. (laughs) Hi, guys. So it's me and Tina today, and she's not on the show. She's in the studio, but she's not on the show. (laughs) And um, I'm very excited about this show because this show um, was given to me as a something that should be done and whenever i get that feeling that this is something that should be done i know something amazing is going to come out of it so i'm very excited about it i brought tina in here and she was all nervous and she was all like really me i gotta come by myself to do the show just with you like we don't even really know each other like that like (laughs) we just met like i don't understand and i told her i was like it's okay you know i'm not gonna try to get you to join the cult today we'll do that later but um i'm not cutting myself (laughs) but i'm excited because um i think this show is going to be fantastic um the topic that we are the thing that we're talking about today the topic of today's show is unanswered prayer and how loss can make you feel lost i hope you caught that for all of y'all that's a little dyslexic out there (laughs) You know, but unanswered prayer and how loss can make you feel lost. And the reason we're talking about that is because Tina was sharing something with me. And um, basically she was saying how, you know, she went through this situation. And because she was praying about something specific during the situation and it didn't turn out the way that you expected. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Because it didn't turn out the way that she expected. It kind of made her wonder. Should I be praying or, you know, it made her feel a little bit lost in her faith. Accurate? Yes. Tell us a little bit. Of, go ahead and tell the story. You, gonna, you knew you was going to tell the story anyway. So The whole, like, the raw whole edit. Well, I mean, you don't have to tell the 45-minute version, but give us the, like, four-and-a-half-minute like version. 15 minutes. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. You know I'm talking about All right. Um, so I was an intercessor at my church. And um, <laughs> all of that, like, <laughs> you don't understand, like, but in my heart regularly, I would go to church and just start praying during worship service because I want to see God move for other people. So I do have a heart for people. And um, I just became an intercessor. I mean, there would be times I would love if you would tell me you would need me to pray for you. We stop in what we doing, because you know what? I know how to speak. God said, if I speak to him, if I come to him, he's going to let hear my prayers if two or more are gathered in his name yes he's gonna hear me all right now so uh look Woo. god me look sometimes if i'm by myself is me myself and i that's, that's three. three there you go <laughs> <laughs> so i am all like yo i am praying i got this like i just i was just a passionate prayer um and god would reveal things to me and i would just you know start praying i mean even when i went through like 
um, a, a huge stage in my life through forgiveness. Um, a lot of times God would just, the way I got through it is God would tell me to pray. Yes. He would tell me to pray for the people every single day. And I'm telling you, the, the level of forgiveness I received for so many people was just amazing because of that. So let me go move on up. That's just like, I really love praying. So <laughs> <laughs> um, a particular situation came about and God revealed it to me. Um, it was kind of hard for me to just take it in what he revealed. Go ahead and tell I, us what the situation was. So um, my brother got shot, I want to say about two and two years and a couple months ago. So um, the day before it happened, um, my like, whole family called me because he did something like silly. And um, we were like, all right, cool. We're going to check on him, whatever. So that morning I got up and I promised us a really close friend of mine that I would help her do something. She's an older lady, so, you know, everybody love me. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to come over, but I have to go check on my brother. So I went to go, ch- I went to his house. They said he wasn't there. And I was like, you know what? I'll come back later. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I have to see him. So I went, found him, started talking to him. I'm just loving on him, hugging him. And when he got out of the car, we had like a little conversation. And I remember telling him, um, and this is something I teach my son, and I just want to throw it out there. You have to understand that for every decision, there's a consequence. Yes. Whatever decision you make, you need to realize that I'm accepting the consequences for whatever decision I decide to put forth. It's no one else's responsibility mm-hmm. to accept the decisions that you've made. So, and I said that to him. Um, and then I was like lo- loving on him, hugging on him. And then he left and he was walking away, like, like jogging to where he was going. And I just remember saying, like, I hear, I hear in God, like, this is the last time you're going to see him. And I was like, mm-mm. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. <laughs> like, right, right. Full on prayer. And I stayed there. I prayed. And I just, that moment just stuck with me. And then um, I left. Um, that night, I was about to go to sleep. And it was just like, call him, like, check on him. I called him and I was like, hey, I love you. I'm going to be on you because clearly you need adult supervision. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I asked him, I was like, what are you doing? And so um, after that conversation, like, literally an hour later, he passed away. And wow. it completely shook me because at that same time um i just picked up his son Mm. so it was me him it was me his son and my son we were just all together and um that thought came back to me like right before i went then i was like nah whatever whatever so it just kind of messed with me because i'm always praying i'm always praying and and if god tells me you know, to pray for others and believe for others and fast for, I've seen God move in ways when I pray mm-hmm. that are like unbelievable. Like I, when I tell people I can't evangelize, but I've experienced God right. and that that's my evangelism. Like I can't go and tell you, Oh, well the Bible started in 90 BC, but it was in Africa. <laughs> it was Spain. Yeah. Like that's just not me. I can't do that, but I've experienced God and I know how to experience him. You know, I know how to, I know the Bible, I know my verses, and um, you know, and like the Bible said, call unto me and I will draw near to you, and it was just one of those things where I called you. Right. I prayed, I did everything that you taught me to do when I prayed. I, I did, did what the rule book says. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did the things. These are the things that you're supposed to do in that situation, and I did those things in that situation. And not only that, like it worked. It worked for, uh, like you told me to pray for someone and I did exactly what you said. You told me to fast for someone concerning the situation. And I'm coming to you for someone I love. Right. And I'm telling you, please, like, don't let that happen. 
Right. And Protect then it them. happens. Keep them. Yeah. yeah. See the blood of Jesus. And I, I just keep remembering. Like, I remember the wall. I remember the wall, like the, the warrior room when I had just a full on prayer of him. And I can see some of my prayer fruitions. Am I saying that right? Fruition of yeah, my something prayers. Like that. Yeah. We'll go with it. Being answered for people I've prayed for. Right. But here's someone I was praying for, and I did everything, and I prayed, I fasted, and I don't think I fasted at that time because I just it, found, it was that right, day. It was that same yeah, day. Yeah, it was the same day I couldn't fast. But um, and it just it just it. So it, you were in a position where you had prayed for many other people, fasted for many other people, interceded for many other people, and watched God work. And then when it came to the person that held your heart, the person that you know. If you were going to go in for anybody, this is the person you would go in for. And when you went in for them, it seemed like God didn't show up. Yeah. Where did that put you? Where did that put you in I, life, in Christianity, in faith? In- I completely, I, I stopped going to church. Um, I started drinking. I was smoking. I was, I was turned right. all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I would go... And I wasn't doing anything like terrible, but one thing I kept doing, and then I realized that God was like, Tim, you need to chill out, um, is I would just drink. I would drink all the time. I was drinking all the time, and I would always take trips and just go. I would go to Fort Lauderdale. I would go to Miami. I would go anywhere to escape the reality, you know? So um, I don't, and that's where my therapist came in. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, and, and I would say to anyone, it is so imperative to get a mental health counselor if you do experience loss because. You need someone to talk to about that. That is something that you really, really, really need to talk to someone about that and express that. Um, and, and let me just say, if you're listening to this and you're going through something, I don't care what you're going through. If you're going through financial problems, if you're going through a death of a family member, if you're going through sickness, if you're going through you just crazy and lost your dog on mine and you need help, hey. listen, go to Facebook.com slash Radio and message me and I'll put you in contact with some mental health counselors. I know many of them. And they, some of them do on-site, some of them do Skype, some of them will come to you. Like, I know too many. If you need help, like, holla at your boy, for real. Don't, don't let that thing slip. But anyway, I wanted to talk to you about this because I wanted to talk about the, the space of being lost. And I can tell when you were telling me this story that that space of being lost, that, God, I thought you were going to answer my prayers. Like, that's a real, real deal. And so many people go through it without recognizing that they're going through it. You know what I'm saying? So many people, I've met way too many people in my life. I've talked to way too many people in my life. I've counseled way too many people in my life where they are harboring resentment towards God, where they are harboring anger towards God, where they are harboring something towards Christ because they thought he was going to come through and he didn't. And I don't, honestly, and it sounds bad, but I don't, think that it should be an issue like harboring is not bad it's just if you're angry at god yell at god right and tell that's, him that you're angry and that's the place that people don't but it's hard go to, to get to that place it is it's well, not. and not only because it's hard to get to that place it's hard to get to that place because it's hard to get there but it's also hard to get there because of everything that we've been taught prior to that moment about reverence for god and how we interact with god and what we're supposed to do and what we're supposed to say and how we're just supposed to through our own power even though they're not saying the words do it through your own power the inference is always there that you press through and you, you know, yeah. you forgive and you love and you just keep going and just believe and have and faith and keep praying for others. Like, right. you know, it came to a point where like the, 
I mean, they told me to take time off, but I always felt like if someone pray, if someone called me, I got to pray for them. Like if someone and it's in in my mind is just I literally lost the ability to just want it to just pray like that 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 I honestly the fire was gone. Yeah, it, it just completely left me, and I told God, and I was like, God, um, I'm gonna walk away now. And oh, wow. Yeah, and um. It, I'm just trying to make sure I say it in a way because when I ugly cry, you can't really hear me. But <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to like get the words out. But I was like, God, I'm gonna walk away now, and you know, I love you, but I just this is too hard for me to wake up every day and genuinely just give you this glory. I don't, I don't, I don't see it, and I will, and I will say literally from that time for at least the whole. Actually, even before then. My life was starting to fall apart. So I'm dealing with outside things going oh, on in my man, life. That's and even, that's, then inside. Yeah. And then it got to a point where even my roommates started chastising me. Oof. So I'm living in a house, you know, that they everyone knows what's going on. And it's it was just it was just one of the most lowest breaking hardest points. And I would I would be in therapy, I would pray to God. And I would ask God and nothing was happening. Like my prayers weren't really, it wasn't working. So, I don't know. In those moments, we have to understand, number one, that if you are saved, you know, I don't even have to say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are saved, if you have committed your life to Christ, if you have said the sinner's prayer, blah, 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 blah. If you are that place, then there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. And that's true. Period. And so we... And I believe this is so important for you to express this because too often people feel like I'm a bad Christian if I feel if I don't feel like I can take this. I'm a bad Christian if I don't stand up under this weight that I already know is too heavy for me. I'm a bad Christian if I don't put my head down and burrow through and endure and long suffer and all of that. I'm not a good Christian. And all of that is nonsense. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think people are missing out that this is life. This is part of it. Yeah, this is a part of the the journey. And I mean, even till now, I like I told you the other day, I don't. I have moments and spurts of true devotion where I'm reading commentary. God is talking to me, and then I'll stop, and then I'll start again. I'm not. I'm nowhere where I used to be, but it's hard for me because I'm looking for the same rhythm I had before. Well, even when something happens like this, and you're moved apart from God. God is, it's not like a relationship. It's like a relationship. Yeah. You're not going to come back in the house. Still, like, you know, everything's still the same. They were in different clothes. They took a bath. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like God's and, doing a new thing. And we all, that's what I was going to say. We also have to, yeah, we also have to recognize if there's a possibility we don't get back to that rhythm. You know what I'm saying? So I want to, I'm going to get to that though. I want to focus on the breakaway. Okay. Because during, you did a very brave thing. And I want to commend you for it because too many people won't do that brave thing. And you actually went to God and you said, you know what, God, I'm going to break away now. Hey, I was like, please don't let me get any diseases. Yeah. Or <laughs> 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 like just in case. But <laughs> you did a brave thing because some of us, we will not face our true feelings about what we have experienced in Christ and in Christianity. I, I've said it on this radio show way too many times. I encourage everybody to always do it. Go to the website, thestephong.com, click on the link that says blogs, and read the, the blog or the article that says, I hate Jesus. Because that's part of, it, it, but that's where I was. That's yeah. where I was. I was in a place where it was like, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Mm. 
I believed you were going to do this, 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 and this, and you didn't do it. Like you feel like God failed you. Yeah. And I held on to that and I I I resented him for it and I blamed him for it. And we worked it out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got but, back together. Yeah, we got back together. Look at God. But I had to go through those, I had to feel the truth, honest feelings that I had. I could not push them aside. I could not be embarrassed by them. I could not allow the religiosity of the moment to keep me from expressing my real heart to God. Because if I'm not going to express it to him, who, who better to tell how I'm really feeling about him than him? And you know, it's crazy. I mean, even in those moments where I was walking away, I would tell people, if my church called me, I'm like, Tina, um, you know, we just check, came check on you. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing good. Yeah. They'll pray for me, and I love them because they did check on me. But after a while, people, people, they move forward. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that they don't want to. It's not that they don't love you. But life continues to move, and that's what I'm learning. Life is non-stopping, no matter what. When you're talking about the breaking away, yes, I think it's important to be honest with God about how you're feeling. He yes, can take and honest it with yourself and be honest with yourself. That's one of the biggest because you things can't have this fake piety. You can't have this false our double lives that try to live. Yeah. Be honest with yourself that you are in a bad space right now. You just can't take it or be honest with God. Like I blame you for this. And I just look, dude, we not on good speaking terms right now. You're not my friend. I don't like you right now. I love you, but I don't yeah. like you, you know, and, and really give him the truth of that moment and, and understand that he can handle it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's nothing you're going to say to and God. You would be so surprised in the amount of love God still has to give you. I mean, there's been times where I would get drunk cry to God in the car and then go and drive home. And I would wake up in the morning not knowing how I got home. Not knowing, how, I mean, there's been so many times where God has literally saved my life because I was, I was, I was going down a dark, dark right. route because everything I known has, to me, everything I believed, everything I stood for within prayer and just believing in God was shattered. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was shattered. Um, maybe I was, and then again, it could have just been my own ego. Well, and, but you know what? There's a part of that that is true and that's okay. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want whoever's listening today. I really want to get that part across is that that's okay because God has the ability to reach you in that space. He has the ability to reach you in your ego, even when part of it is your ego. And so you're going through this thing where you're blaming God. And we know blaming God, that ain't the real deal. It ain't his fault. And it's not even it's not even so much of blaming God. It's trying to justify the wrong that you're about to go do. Exactly. Even knowing that God wants better for you. Right. Well, you know what, God? You didn't fulfill your side of the story. So, so guess what? So why I got to fulfill mine? Yeah, why I got to do my part? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so you're going through this space. And we've talked about it on the show before. When you're in that space, one of the first things you have to do is you have to be willing to forgive God. And the concept of that sounds so wrong. It sounds so backward. And we understand that we're not actually forgiving him for any wrongdoing because he's God. He does not do wrong. But if in our heart we feel like we have been wronged by him, the way we heal our heart is to forgive him for that thing. And even, you know what? And forgiveness doesn't have to be like, hey, God, I'm coming to you because, you know, I didn't like what you did. But if you don't like, right. nah, it can't be nothing like it's no. really like I remember I, I would sit there and be like, God, I was so mad at you. Yep. And healing comes from that because you're coming from a real place. God made you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He knows your thoughts. He knows what you're thinking, even though you're like, I don't even I don't I don't mean half of that stuff. I'm saying, God, forgive me. 
but like I'm about to go to the club because I'm a drink. You know, like yeah. it's not pure. Listen, so you're I better had, off being pure. I had my time too. My time was strip clubs. It wasn't even drinking. Yeah, that was too much for me. My <laughs> the stimulation was just way my too much. My time was strip clubs. And I went there with a specific purpose. You know, I wasn't trying to, it wasn't really about the strippers. It was about me escaping from this space in my life. But I had to come to that place where I had to be able to go to God and be like, man, I trusted you. And it didn't happen. And then you move from there to why didn't it happen? And that opens up the door for God to speak to you. That opens up the door for God to begin to talk to you and begin to share with you and begin to touch you and begin to love See, and you. And here's the thing too, like, and I want to be as open as possible. God sometimes will allow you. There's a song um, where how it talks about how much God loves you. He will allow you to run until the end of yourself. Yes. He will allow you to go. He will allow you to fight. He will allow you to be angry and go through all of this and not save you. Yeah. Because that's probably the worst thing he could do for you. Absolutely. That's part of the love. Yeah. And, and it's hard to see that that's love. Oh, especially in that moment. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, so another thing. So what else? What else? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just throw it all at me. I just want yeah. to deal with it right now because. Uh-huh. Let's get know, it all out of the way. Yeah. Let's get it all over No, nah, no. Nah, you want to come up with something three weeks later. Like. <laughs> Like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And you keep trying to, you, you know, I can't do this. So it's just, it's just one of those things where God is constantly, you know, allowing you to run to the end of yourself. And when you do, I feel like that's when you become the most authentic person. Because like they say, when you hit rock bottom, you find out that God is the rock at the bottom. Right. So it's like that gives you, at that time, you don't care. You don't. And I think that's the point that a lot of people are, uh, have to get to. Because it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I can fix this or I can make this right. Exactly. As long as you're trying to hold it together, you're not at that space yet. Yep. You've got to be in a place where and, and, and it's let me preface this by saying it's OK for you to take your time to get to that place. As long as you're not strategically delaying that place because you don't want to deal with it. But it's OK if you are. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that face. It's OK if you are taking your time to get to that place just because it takes time to get to that place. It's okay for you. Like you said, you made a, a major, major step and said, I'm walking away right now, God. Like I can't deal with this. This is too much for me. And he looked at you and he said, I love you anyway. I love you still do what you got to do. I know I will still like you. I will still pull at your heartstrings. I will still love you. I will still talk to you. I will still communicate with you. I will still call to you because you are still my beloved. Yeah. And so you're not going to go far enough away that I can't reach you, you know? And so I think it's so important that we as Christians understand that sometimes we go through those moments. Sometimes we go through that process. Sometimes that process is what brings us to a, I don't want to call it a level in Christianity, but a level in understanding our own faith where we can begin to move the mountains that we couldn't move before. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we try a lot of times are, we're just so and sometimes okay i'm going to say this in the best way possible some christians are just religious based so a lot of the truths that you end up getting hurt by are a lot of the things that end up hurting you is because you had a belief that god never set for you to believe that god never taught Girl, you you better say that yeah so you're believing on something that wasn't even in the word of god and you're hurt by it now it's so true and that's one thing when i was going through this particular situation of mine that's the thing that as I begin to come out the other side, that's what I had to do. I said, I, I came to a place where I was like, okay, 
I've gone through all this problem. I've yelled at God. I told him I hated him. I forgave him finally. I forgave myself for being stupid with him. I asked him to forgive me for being stupid with him. You know what I'm saying? And then now I had to go back and be like, okay, Jesus, what did you actually promise me that you were going to do? What does the Bible say that you are actually going to take care of for me? So that I don't have these false expectations of you as I move forward in my life. We don't talk about that when we come back from this break. Because I think that's one of the most important parts as we walk through this process. Um, so moment of clarity, Stefan G will be back in a bit. Want to never miss an episode of Moment of Clarity? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or TuneIn. Moment of Clarity is your man, Stefan G. And we are back. And we're having, I don't want to call it a deep conversation, but we're having a great conversation. Healthy. Healthy. Yes. See, that's it right there. A healthy conversation. Um, because we're talking about that space of when you feel like God has let you down, when you've experienced a loss and you are now lost, you know, where you are, you know, in that place of unanswered prayer, when you're in that place of not understanding why this is happening to me in my life, like oh. all of those spots. Yep. Are you tithing and you're like, Lord, where's the fruit? Like you said, <laughs> my, I was never going to run out. My basket was overflowing. This basket looked a little empty right now. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I used to have a running joke for the people that would be like, Jesus might not come when you want him, but he always on time. And I'll be like, well, OUC say he late. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to figure out something on the timeline. Cause Look, I need to get that letter in the mail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a letter here saying that his time is not really Look, on time. Look, God, like, I don't want to pay that late fee. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come through on the first. But like. it's, it's, I love that you said that because that walks into the place that I came to when I went through that space, which became... God, what is it that you actually said you were going to take care of for me? Like, what does the word actually say? What is your promise? Yeah, what are your promises? Because we're fed all of these promises. First of all, we're fed, get saved, and God will make everything better, which is a huge lie. Yeah. It is a gigantic lie. Like, your life is going to change immediately. Like, you wake up the next morning, and birds are flying. Listen, and they landing on your shoulder yeah. talking to you. Yeah. And you're like, hello, Mr. Bird. And he's like, tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just so happened to be a little piano in the background. For real. But we don't, I don't believe that we speak enough about the process oh. of the process of growth, the process of sanctification and maturity, the process of maturity in, in, Christ, in Christ, in Christianity. And that is the space that causes that breakaway. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and so we have what we can consider unmet expectations for God because we didn't take the time to learn exactly what his promises were. We didn't take the time to learn exactly what he said he was going to do for us. And a lot of times our expectations are based off of a healthy, un, uh, unhealthy habit that we have that God is trying to get to. Yes. So you have this unhealthy habit of, okay, just for example, um, let's say that you are promiscuous and you don't realize that you have your. <laughs> That's our only example on this show. It's we are a bunch of sinners. <laughs> we are. <laughs> like. <laughs> Don't nobody do no drinking. Ain't, no <laughs> ain't nobody smoke no cigarettes. Didn't nobody curse. We ain't never done nothing. Look, we haven't been through that valley yet. <laughs> we not. We still in it. Um, 
So like if you um, are promiscuous and you tell God, like, I keep getting hurt. This guy keeps hurting me, God, and I'm praying for a husband. But God could be telling you, you're not going to get anyone or find anyone that's for you because you're not dealing with that insecurity that you have. And that's what I'm trying to deal with with you. So a lot of times our expectations are not even realistic. Mm -hmm. And it's based off a false habit that we've created. Yeah. And and that... That place becomes, it was good, girl. Go on to pass yourself. That was good. (laughs) But that place becomes something that we hold on to against him. You know what I'm saying? We hold on to it, and it's something that we hold. We shake it in God's face. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, but this, but this, but this. Yeah, but what about this? And God's like, but no, but that. I'm trying to reach the anger that you have against your mother because she abandoned you when you were four. And I want to tell people this, is that if you're upset at God, or if you walked away from God, visit, like I had, there was this one time, this, a lady told me that her brother, she prayed to her brother, um, no, her brother prayed to God and said, God, if you're real, show me you. I'm going to walk away now. Show me who you are. Prove yourself, like, do something. Let me know who, that yeah. you're there and that, or I'm going to walk away. God never did anything and he walked away. And my thing is, is that even looking at that from a Christian and I mean, like even before I went through all that, I would sit there and be like, uh, didn't the devil tempt God with that? <laughs> like, so how are you going to think that you're going to, you know what I'm saying? It's not biblical. Right. But we live in this, uh, we're tied to our emotions and our expectations that are not realistic. And, and, and not only that, you can be in a place where God won't respond to that from you because your motives are impure. You're just trying to get him to prove it to you because you want to do what you want to do. Not you're trying to get him to prove himself to you because you're honestly like, God, I want to see you. God, I want to know you. God, I want to hunger after you. I want to thirst after you. You I want to love you. Yeah, there's no you're not, you know, like the the deer by the water brook panting. You're not there. It says focus. Yeah, your motive is off. So he's not answering that prayer for you. Exactly. And not only that, it's um. Anywhere you read in the Bible where it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, or knock and door, everything tells you that you have to wholeheartedly seek after God yes. with no desire, no expectation, but just to truly get to know him before you can really experience. Because then you're going to pray about, hey, God, show me yourself. And God can be like, uh, I was with you at that club when that, um, that thing went exactly. down that we're fighting. Look, let me show you. Remember that time how you got out through that uh-huh. back door? Yeah, yeah, that was me. So I don't need to show myself to you. I'm in your life every right. single day. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people... You don't get a chance to see that because you're not genuinely chasing after God. You want God to prove himself to you. It's like, And so we need to be in a space where we are, when we go through that process, where we've experienced whatever that loss is, to where we are feeling lost in Christ, where we're feeling lost in our faith. We need to make sure to take that time, take that time, feel those feelings, express that stuff, stay with God, then move to that place that you really get clarity on what's going on. And I, I, I would say I abused that spot a lot because I wanted to chill there for a little bit. I was like, <laughs> because it becomes comfortable. Well, that's what I was saying is that we're not strategically delaying it on purpose. Yeah, and I think, like I said, and God would do things to let you know, like, all right, bro, come on. Yeah, go. it's time to ride. It's time, like, yeah, yeah. okay, you've been here quite some time. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> 40 years now, you still up in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, what's going on? But um, I did want to say something. So, in if you really truly want to get in a relationship with God where you feel like you are hearing from God, you are going to have to tie, you're going to have to let go or break down those barriers or those, those things that are, that would keep you from a true genuine relationship. Like, you know, how you can't just like honest, like Stefan's honest, right? Completely blunt. 
like God knows the innermost deep in things of you. That's right. And you have to be honest and blunt with yourself exactly. to be honest and blunt with God. And yeah. that's once you get past that phase, there's a relationship that can form it that right. is pure. What God is dealing with you, not like we even when I said with the um Pharisees, how God dealt with the root of the problem. He never dealt with the situation. No, he didn't deal with their religiosity. You <laughs> don't care what they got to say. He dealt with their hypocrisy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. Fix he your dealt, heart. Yeah. And that's the same thing. And I'm so glad you talked about us having to be honest with ourselves because in order for you to be honest with God, you can't live in the world of ideal self. You have to live in the world of true self. You have to be in that space where you're like, you know what? I stink right now. I'm not really doing well in life right now. My biz, I can front to everybody like I got a great business, but I only have one client. I'm going up on social media, yeah. but ain't no one paying me. Right. I've <laughs> only had one client my whole life. Like you've got to be honest with where you are, and you've got to be you've got to be ready to be transparent and vulnerable. And it's gonna be overwhelming. If, especially if you and you're not going to want to do it. No. There's a part of you that's not going to want to do it. There, And then there's also a part of you that's going to want to do it. But then when you get ready to open your mouth, your mouth just won't open up for some reason. Yeah. Like you getting ready and you just can't. And I'm and, and but like, share, share. God with is God. a safe place. Yeah. Share with God your heart. Share with God your heart. If there's anything I can get across in this particular show, it's share with God your heart. Completely open. And you know what? A lot of times, um, just to finish the point, is that we get to the point where we're open with God and then we like, what's next? Don't just blurt it out and be like, all right, we're good. No. You got to be still open to receive whatever he's telling you. You got to sit there. Because God came back to me when I was like, you know what? I was like, I trusted you and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, but I never told you any of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, I never promised you any of that. I never said I was going to do any of those things. So now let's go back and let's look at where you pulled that up from. And then I had to go yeah. through and I had to deal with my mama and my daddy and my stepdaddy mm -hmm. and my family who didn't save me from my stepdaddy. And I had to deal with, I had to go through all hurt. of the hurt and the pain and the trauma and the emotions that were ravaging me from my childhood that contributed to my low self-esteem, that contributed to my low self-image, that contributed to my self-hate, that contributed to everything that I was putting out there, but I was using it as a facade. So, you know, I used arrogance to, I used confidence to cover up my arrogance, but the arrogance was just there to cover up my low self-esteem. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh my God, Stefan's so confident, but they don't know I'm really just being arrogant with you, but they don't even know that that's really there to cover up my so low self-esteem and I had to go through all of that with him. And so we have to come to a place where we are honest and vulnerable with Christ. And then, like you said, not just to move to the next thing, but just to share with him. Yeah, just sit. Just to share with him. Because the objective, in case y'all don't know, your purpose on this earth is, number one, to have a relationship with Christ. And then, number two, whatever God called you to do in the world. You know, and everybody's got a different thing. But... The number one is to have a relationship with Christ. And so that relationship is developed and and matured through communication and through time and even through breaks. Like you realize how much you miss that man when you ain't got him no more. You realize how His much you miss that woman boy. when you ain't got him no more. You know what I'm saying? And so even in the time where you were yeah. away and understanding that he was still loving you through all of that time that you were away and then you were able to come back and he received you and he didn't cover up what you did wrong. But he still received you. All and of that is an important me. part. And the biggest thing is realizing, and I think like a lot of believers, because we're so caught up in religion, that God can't receive me exactly where I am and exactly for who I am at this moment. And that's such a false 
statement because yep. God will receive you exactly where you are and walk with you on your way out. Exactly. And it's it's it happens. I'm still that's not what out. Christianity yeah. is. God receiving you where you are right now and walking with you on your way out. And on your way out to heaven, on your way out to wherever it is that he, we trying to go, he is walking with you through that process, hand in hand, on your way out and help and watching you grow, watching you mature, watching you develop, watching you fall, watching you make mistakes, watching you misconstrue things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's there. He's and there. as humans, you got to realize, too, that we're almost prone to be mean to ourselves. Like, I'm a lot nicer to you than I would be to my own self. Yeah. Because if I mess up, oh, you're stupid. Or, Dang, why did I do that? We're so hard on ourselves. So it's hard sometimes to be like, oh, God's just going to love me no matter what. And he knows that happened. Like, yeah. But, yeah. But that's the beauty of, of Christ. That's the beauty of who he is. I like to use homosexuality as a great example because... Christians love to hate homosexuals for no reason whatsoever. I don't know why. Like it's just There's some nice people and they can shop. Like, <laughs> they can drill. They just sin differently than you do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so if God can love you with everything you've done, why can't he love them with everything? And, and that's not even the most, that's probably not even the worst thing they've ever done, you know? And so God is going to meet you where you are. Just like last week we were talking about understanding your audience and speaking to people where they are and speaking yes. to them in a way that they can receive. God is always going to do that. And if you. we have that type of knowledge and we know that and God made us, so why would, why would you think that, oh, well, God can't, you know, God can't consider me. It's, it's, I've seen people who, I've seen people who've gone through worse things and they come out with a stronger relationship because yeah. the strength of their relationship is based off of them looking in the mirror and being real with themselves. Yeah. The closer you are to God, I feel like the more authentic you become with yourself. Oh, you have to be. Yeah, because it's you can't hide no anything. Way. Yeah, yeah, there's no way to hide anything. Yeah, it's just a full acceptance, and it it just it's it, that's how you're whole, and that's how you're made whole. Because now God's like, all right, we're done with the game. You good now? Okay, well let's deal with this insecurity. Let's deal with this rape in the family. Let's right. deal with this going on or this going on, and it's just like it hurts. And if you it's are healing. if you are somebody who's listening who is having problem accepting yourself, take solace in knowing that God accepts you. If you can't accept yourself in this moment, know that he is accepting you in this moment just the way you are. When I say just the way you are, I mean walking out of the prostitute's hotel room, God is loving you right now. Walking into the jail cell, God is loving you right now. Walking into your home, you know, or walking out of your home after you've just verbally abused your children. God is still loving you. He is loving you and desiring for you to come yeah. closer to him and only, so that you can accept who you are so that you can take the growth that he wants to give you. And God wants the God's biggest thing is, and it's something I struggle with is me seeing him for how he sees me. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. And you know, like for me, I've always felt like I'm broken. Like I done been through so much that it's just, it's hard for me to kind of put everything and just keep going. So I don't deal with everything. I just keep going because I don't know how to balance everything. Right. So God was like, what, what do I, what do I call you? There's nothing in the Bible that says you're broken. So you need to call yourself what I call you. And the biggest way to just even feel that is just to be in that moment and just be like, you know what? Cause they say affirmations are powerful, but just stop and be like, you know what? This is exactly how I look. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. This is exactly who I am. If I want to change. Okay. Well, it's going to take time. 
Change is going to take time. Right. And I'm going to work towards it, but this is where I but am. But you can't change until you accept where you are. Exactly. Like, you can't go from point A to point B until you accept the fact that you're at point A. Yeah, like if you're I, already trying to tell yourself, well, I'm at point A and a half, when <laughs> you're not, you know, <clears throat> you have to accept that you're at point A. So, if you're listening, take, take solace in first, you can be authentic you. with Christ. You can be authentic with him. He loves you right where you are. You can be honest. You can be truthful no with him what. no matter what. It doesn't matter what Good, you've done. Bad, ugly. He already seen it, so it don't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you've done. And he's not coming at you with a rod of correction. He's not coming at you to tell you how bad you are. He's not coming to you to pronounce judgment of guilt over you because you've already given your life to him. So all of your guilt is gone. Your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. So you have no guilt left in you. Yeah. There is therefore now no condemnation. That's what the scripture says. And, and it's a reason that it says that. And again, you always keep in mind when you start to feel guilt, doubt, when you start to feel guilty, when you start to feel worried, these are just the enemies planting, your, planting seeds in you yeah. that you would build so you can be out of what God has for you. The whole purpose of being authentic with God is because he has, a, he has something that he needs you to complete. He has something that he needs you to do. And the long, I mean, you could take long to get there, but I wouldn't recommend it. But... <laughs> <laughs> But the enemy is there so that you can be further away from your purpose. Yeah. So those worries, lies, doubts, fears, those are none of those things are of God. No, not at all. I'm so glad you shared your story. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, thank you for allowing me to share my story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dory. <laughs> <laughs> you speaking whale now? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's very important. And we've talked about this on this show before. But I don't think we can ever talk about it enough yeah. because we all have we all have issues. Some of us have issues. Some of us have full magazine subscriptions. We don't have issues. I got an encyclopedia. You know what I'm saying? So Dictionary. and we we're in a space where God wants to help heal you. God wants you to be healed. God wants you to be holy and God wants you to be happy. And I kind of believe in that order. That's my own personal belief. It's not the Bible. Don't say I said it. But. I believe God wants you to be healed. He wants you to be holy. He wants you to be happy. And I, my desire, my hope, my prayer is that anyone and everyone who's listening to this or ever does listen to this will strive for those spaces, strive for the healing, strive for the holiness, strive for the happiness, go full force, 100% with, and I, when I say 100%, I mean with everything that you have in you. If all you have is 10%, go after God with that 10%. And if that's sit all you in got, those feelings, sit in those hurt moments. There. Yeah. If it hurts, hey, you're going to have to cry. If you don't feel right, if you feel depressed or you feel sad or you feel hurt by something, sit in that moment. Yes. Because healing comes out afterwards. Exactly. That is part of the process. I tell my daughter all the time if you don't let it out, where's it going to stay? And her answer is, it's going to stay in you. Right. So you got to let it out. And so stay in that space, stay in that moment, feel those feelings and express that to the person who is going to be able to take it better than anybody else yeah. to Jesus Christ of Nazareth died on the cross, rose on the third day, sits at the right hand of God. Amen. In heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> and by all Hallelujah. means, if you are in a space where it's just too much for you and you just can't deal and you just don't know, please find some counseling. Yes. Please find some counseling. Yes. And I'm all for pastor counselors, okay, if you got a good pastor counselor. But I advocate for a licensed mental health counselor, LMHC, a licensed mental health counselor. Find one, please. And if you need one, hurt holler people, at hurt us. people. That's right. Facebook.com slash Mo Clarity Radio. That's 
on Instagram at Mo Clarity Radio. That's M O Clarity Radio. Always here every week. Thank it's you for your having man, me. Stephon G. Later, and we'll guys. Catch you next week.